Welcome to Bombshell CEO. A woman's most valuable asset in business is understanding and taking ownership of her body. There is a better way to do business so that you can have the income and impact you desire without burning yourself out. I'm your host, Holly Dahl, and I'm here to help you build a legacy that comes from heart and not hustle. I'm bridging the gap between business and health as a successful and sustainable business requires you to be taken care of first. I'll combine my business knowledge, coaching and consulting experience, an extensive understanding of women's hormones, specifically burnout, all together to teach you the tools you need to elevate your business, your body, and your brain. Each week, I'll be diving in and giving you tangible steps you can put into practice right now. I wanna help you live a life with true health, fulfilling relationships, massive impact, and a financially successful business without sacrificing yourself. Ignite the bombshell CEO inside of you so you can get out of the hustle, work with your female physiology, and define success on your terms. It's time to light it up. Hello, bombshell CEO. Thanks so much for joining me today for another episode of the podcast. I'm your host, Holly Dahl. So a few weeks ago, I had a huge rant on Instagram stories. I ended up turning it into a reel because I had so many women reach out and ask how they could share these stories. And the catalyst for this rant was some recent conversations that I had around which phase of life women are at when it comes to their hormones. You think this thing wouldn't be surprising to me anymore, but I'm still shocked at the lack of education, resources, and support out there, and it's a big reason why I do the work that I do. It is the difference between being empowered and being imprisoned for women. Before we get going, I'd love it if you could take a screenshot of this episode and share it on social media. Be sure to tag us at Bombshell CEO Podcast. This helps spread the word about the show and creates a space where more women can have this information and empower themselves to support their bodies. As always, this episode is fueled by Happy Juice, my daily dose of gut brain health, motivation, metabolism, energy, and good mood. I'll put the link for that in the show notes. Women reach out to me all the time and share the symptoms that they are struggling with and the challenges that they are facing due to these symptoms. And sometimes they'll say, Holly, I'm in menopause and it's just awful. And then I'll respond and say, are you sure that you're in menopause or are you in perimenopause? And there's confusion between the two right away, you can tell. And then I'll get something back like, I don't know, I guess I'm not really sure. What I want to do today is spend some time diving into perimenopause because there's a lot of misinformation, misunderstanding, and confusion around this phase of life. This is a time that you're going to have major hormone shifts and it's going to impact your body and brain in a big way. But here's the kicker. Nobody seems to be talking about this. Either you are having babies or you are in menopause and the time between is just glossed over and it is hurting women. This is a decade of your life. Why are we not talking about it? Well, today we are. We are opening up the conversation. I've obviously become very passionate about giving women information about their hormones and how to help their bodies because this isn't something that we are really taught about. And one could say that's by design. It's a huge disservice to women. And I firmly believe that what we don't know can and does hurt us. 
it doesn't only hurt us. It hurts our relationships, it hurts our families, and it hurts our businesses. So first of all, let's talk about the main players when it comes to our female hormones. First, we have estrogen, and I want you to think of a juicy peach. This hormone starts fluctuating around age eight, even before there is a period. It gives you your feminine curves in your breasts and your hips. It keeps your skin and your hair smooth. It keeps your joints lubricated along with other areas in your body that you want to keep juicy. It works alongside progesterone to regulate your cycle and your body has a surge of it days before ovulation. In the beginning of perimenopause, estrogen can fluctuate, creating all sorts of symptoms. Then we have progesterone. Think of a warm, cozy blanket. Progesterone is only produced when you cycle in the second half after ovulation. It is typically associated with staying pregnant but has many other important jobs. It assists your thyroid with metabolism and helps your body to burn fat. It works with your GABA receptors to promote stable mood and restful sleep. It helps keep you calm and manage stress. When your hormones shift due to perimenopause, your progesterone levels drop. Long-term stress also decreases progesterone in the body. Then we have cortisol, which I like to think of as a ticking time bomb. As my mentor, Dr. Sarah Gottfried says, all roads lead to cortisol, which is your stress hormone. This is sent out in response to any stress, real, perceived, or anticipated, and it's meant to keep you alive. It assists in the response that provides energy to fight or flee a potential threat. But over time, high cortisol levels cause midsection weight gain, poor sleep, low energy, sugar cravings, irritability, and high blood sugar levels. Your body will continue to make cortisol and steal from other hormones such as progesterone in order to do so. It's now choosing survival over reproduction. Then we have our thyroid hormones. And I like to think of this as a little thermostat in the body, which controls how fast food moves through your digestive tract, affecting your metabolism and your digestion. Many women with low thyroid function struggle with constipation. This also regulates body temperature and affects your heart rate. High cortisol levels decrease your thyroid's function and long-term stress can tank your thyroid. Then we have insulin. Picture this little truck that goes around and picks up the sugar that's in the bloodstream. If you're listening, you might think, well, I am not diabetic. Why is she talking about insulin? Why do I need to know about it? Well, it is a fat storing hormone that is released in response to an increase in blood sugar levels. This can be from food. However, stress also impacts blood sugar levels, in turn, increasing your insulin. With age, women can become more resistant to insulin due to hormone changes. Things like excess sugar, exposure to environmental toxins, too much stress and inactivity also play a role in insulin resistance. Now, perimenopause is your second puberty, and it lasts about a decade. Just like your first puberty did, it has its own four phases. It is a complete recalibration of your body, brain, and nervous system. Now, the interesting thing about puberty and perimenopause is that you're dealing with the same hormones, estrogen, and progesterone. 
you don't have the progesterone levels to balance out that fluctuating estrogen. This decade of perimenopause is a critical window for health. I can't say this enough. Any underlying issues are going to be amplified at this time. So what you do now will influence how smoothly you transition to menopause and beyond. This is a significant time in your life. You are not going crazy. However, you might feel like your body is failing you and that you need fixing. I assure you that is not what's happening. Your hormones are changing and it's creating some major shifts in your body. I believe knowledge is power. So when you understand what's going on and how you can support your body, you can now take that power back. Perimenopause is a sequence of events and it's not going to last forever. So let's just get that out of the way. But it is a sequence of events that starts to take place in your late 30s or early 40s. It is like a system update. You know when you do those updates on your phone and then everything looks and feels different and you can't find things as easily? That is what it's like. At the beginning of your transition into perimenopause, your cycles may still be regular, but your body is making less progesterone. Your body only makes progesterone after ovulation, which becomes more difficult as you get older due to influences such as your thyroid function and the way that your body responds to insulin. A lot of the symptoms that you may experience during this time are due to those dropping progesterone levels and fluctuating estrogen, which can sometimes double or triple. This creates heavy and irregular periods, migraines, night sweats, anxiety, sleep disturbances, emotional dysregulation, and weight gain, just to name a few of the things that happen due to this imbalance between the low progesterone and the fluctuating estrogen. There is a lot happening in the body and your brain really liked the calming effects of progesterone because it helped to enhance the operation of the HPA axis, which is your hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis responsible for the second half of the stress response in the body. When this system is working optimally, your body can produce your stress hormones when necessary and turn them off when the threat is over. When it is not working as it should, your body makes higher levels of those stress hormones. And over time, as we briefly discussed earlier, this contributes to disrupted sleep, low libido, weight gain, especially in the midsection, insulin resistance, impaired immune function, and it can even lead to depression. There are many other factors that can impact the function of the HPA axis, such as chronic stress, nutrient deficiency, sleep deprivation, and undereating. However, in this phase of perimenopause, you may feel more defenseless when it comes to handling stress. And I believe that women in perimenopause are more prone to burnout, and it's critical to have the proper tools of regulation and support for your body, brain, and nervous system as it goes through this recalibration. Let's talk about the four phases of perimenopause. So in phase one, this is what we like to refer to as early perimenopause. Your cycles are still regular and sometimes shorten with the decline of progesterone and fluctuating estrogen. Symptoms during this phase may be heavy periods, headaches, disrupted sleep, anxiety, and weight gain. This phase can last approximately two to five years. 
Then we have phase two, which we like to refer to as the transition phase, which includes irregular cycles. Night sweats and hot flashes may appear during this time due to the fluctuation and dips in estrogen. Then we move on to phase three, which we refer to as a late transition. This phase is going to include a cycle that is more than 60 days long. Estrogen begins to lower at this time, which can make hot flashes and night sweats worse and also lead to vaginal dryness, achy joints, dry eyes, dry skin, and a leaky or overactive bladder. So phase two and phase three together combined can last for about three years. Then we get to phase four, which is menopause. This is 12 months from your final period, which makes this phase last a year. If you have no period for eight months and a period comes, you go back into the waiting room and you begin your one-year countdown again. Symptoms hopefully should subside at this time. Now, I know that it's a lot of information. However, I want you to be able to fully understand what is happening, connect to your body, and have the tools to support these changes so it can be as smooth as possible for you. There are a lot of women in perimenopause who are directed to the birth control pill, IUDs, and antidepressants, none of which address the dropping progesterone levels in the body, and those all have some real side effects. I want to throw in a little disclaimer here. You can still become pregnant in perimenopause, so I'm not saying let's throw all caution to the wind. However, when you suppress the body's natural process of ovulation, you stop any production of progesterone that is happening. And the more years you can cycle naturally, the better for your body and your hormone balance. It really is like putting money in the bank, and it's my best advice for supporting your body. Secondly, we definitely want to address hormone balance and support your nervous system with adaptogens and herbs, which can help bring balance to the body and create a sense of calmness without the harsh side effects. You also want to address gut health because this is something that is continually overlooked. Stress does a number on the body and can compromise the state of your gut, creating dysbiosis. Dysbiosis is the perfect environment for the bad bacteria to grow. When your gut health is compromised, it throws off your estrogen to progesterone ratios because estrogen is metabolized in the gut. And so you're left with higher levels of estrogen due to perimenopause, and now they can't be properly metabolized due to the state of your gut. This can also back up your liver and gallbladder, creating a whole host of other problems. So yes, it's important to focus on hormone support, but don't lose sight of your gut health, which is foundational. Because if you don't have a good, healthy gut, it's difficult to maintain any type of hormone balance. Working on your hormones and your gut goes beyond only taking supplements, although I will link my favorite hormone and gut supplements for perimenopause in the show notes. But it also has a lot to do with processing emotions, understanding your own personal responses to stress, and using the right tools to regulate you, to keep your nervous system calm, and in the parasympathetic rest and digest branch, as opposed to the sympathetic fight and flight branch. As discussed earlier, when your body is dysregulated, it's no longer receiving the message that the threat is gone, that it is safe, that it is 
able to let its guard down and end the stress cycle. Now, I say finding the right regulation tools with emphasis because too many women are using tools that actually don't give them that sense of relief. So if you feel like you are a switch that can never turn off and relax, I bet you still need to do some investigating into which regulation tools are going to be right for you. Breath work is great, but it misses the mark for some women. You may be someone who needs to ground yourself several times a day by putting your feet on the earth. You may be someone who needs to use your sense of touch or sense of smell. This can also be a missing piece for women. So it is important that you go through the trial and error to see what truly works for you to find that relief and sense of calmness and safety in your body. When it comes to supporting your body through nutrition and movement during perimenopause, there are a few adjustments that need to happen because what you did in your 20s and 30s no longer works. It will leave you starving and frustrated without the results that you want. Diet and exercise are out and fueling and movement are in. You are going to want to focus on getting enough protein in each day to boost metabolism, keep you alert, regulate your appetite, crush cravings, stabilize blood sugar, repair tissues, and to build and maintain lean muscle. Proteins such as meat, eggs, hemp hearts, and Greek yogurt are great sources if tolerated. Focus on adding in healthy sources of fats like avocados, nuts, flax and chia seeds, coconut, and olive oil. When it comes to carbs, focus on starchy veggies such as sweet potatoes, beets, squashes, and lentils as opposed to a lot of greens and breads. Fruits and veggies are also crucial for fiber, phytonutrients, vitamin C, B vitamins, magnesium, and folate. Cabbage, berries, broccoli, kale, and apples help to support the liver and the body's detoxification process. You want to be mindful of sugar, alcohol, and caffeine consumption because your body won't be able to tolerate it as well. But if you focus on adding in more of the good things and staying hydrated, often your body's satisfied and no longer needs those crutches. When it comes to movement, the biggest goal should be building lean muscle mass because with age, you naturally lose some of that. You need lean muscle to burn fat at rest, support your immune system, protect bones, reduce the risk of injury, and prolong life. The best type of movement for perimenopause is weight and resistance training to build that lean muscle mass. You can still include cardio, but watch the length and intensity of it because you can do more damage than good. Your body might not handle the cardio like it used to, and this can add more stress to the body. It can make it hold on to fat instead of releasing the weight. Yoga, stretching, and walking are also great for flexibility, reducing stress, improving sleep, and helping with insulin resistance. Your movement needs to energize, motivate, and inspire you. And lastly, I think it's wise to address some emotions you may feel when it comes to being in perimenopause and getting older. There can be acceptance of a new phase, which can be exciting if you embrace it. And also, this can come up with grief as you let go of your reproductive years. With age comes wisdom and the courage to do things you may not have had before. Anytime I feel myself complaining about getting older, 
I remind myself of a few friends who don't have this privilege. And I feel gratitude for where I'm at, what my body has been through, and the journey before me. I hope this episode answers questions for you and helps you with some tangible things to implement to create a simple transition for you as you navigate this phase of your life. Share this on social. Tag us at Bombshell CEO Podcast. Send this to your perimenopausal girlfriends. They are not okay. They need this info as well. If you are ready to take the next step when it comes to your hormone balance and radically shift your mood, energy, and sleep, then book your optimization consultation with me. I will walk you through my four-pillar framework for healing and create a custom plan for you. No fluff, only the exact things you need to do to feel better now. Head to the show notes for the link and I can't wait to help you optimize your health. Until next time, bombshells, ignite your business and your life and we will talk very soon. I hope you have enjoyed this episode of the Bombshell CEO podcast with me, Holly Dahl. If you are enjoying the podcast, it would mean so much to me if you could hit the subscribe button, leave a rating or a review, and share this with someone you think would enjoy it as well. I would love to connect with you on Instagram. You can follow the podcast page at Bombshell CEO Podcast. And remember, it's time to light it up. <laughs>